Welcome to a Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. We're not currently on the road, but we're wishing we were. In today's episode, we're discussing beer adventures, past, present and future. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. This has been a very long episode of the making, I think, um, because yeah, yeah. we literally started talking about doing this. It's it's evolved. Like I feel like, like June. <laughs> admittedly, admittedly, like this was a year ago. Yeah. Over like yeah. just under a year ago. Because yeah, it was last summer, um, and it's evolved. Because the episode started out as I'll, I'll give some like background. Yeah, the episode friends. started out when we went to the beer mile to record. Um, for the women on tap festival and if anyone's watched that episode like we we went to the beer mile with a few women and we sort of talked about stuff there um and and during that trip we we'd like periodically we'd buy a beer kind of everywhere we went we were we were going to sort of talk about our experience in the beer mile talk about all that kind of stuff and uh then we kind of realized we had like six plus beers (laughs) and they weren't all small abvs <laughs> and we realized like when we even just did close to that many if not slightly more than that of like non-alcoholic beers it was like an exhausting episode to try to it keep up with and then to edit it was super fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes definitely so we were kind of the mindset of like we're never going to be able to do an episode with drinking all of these beers like because we were like well now it has to be on a weekend because there's no way we can record on a weeknight and okay what's the order we're gonna do this in and and it just got a bit crazy but by that point as well we kind of realized we had things had opened up a lot more post-covid um I mean we're still not post-covid but you know what I mean uh and it became like well we realized we had either gone to places together or we had um been to places separately but the same places <laughs> so we thought actually why don't we talk about beer adventures as a whole which leads us to today's episode really uh joe kind of what do you high level how would you sort of what, what do you think about when you think about beer adventure oh i love me a beer adventure <laughs> um you can i think you can also call it a beer cation or a beer exploration i've called Ooh, it a beer exploration that's a I've hashtag good things beer exploration because that's... that's a good one so you know you're going somewhere either you are planning to go somewhere for beer or you're planning to go somewhere and you're investigating the potential beer opportunities at that place i think is high level yeah for me i, I consider just a beer adventure it could be for me it's it's going going anywhere it doesn't matter how close yeah. or far away from home it is uh with the intention to uh do the rounds to sort of all beer related things like that's sort of for me when I would sort of call something a beer adventure that's what I think yeah. of a beer adventure it's not just going uh, down to your local that you'd normally go to it's you know having a little bit of an explore but taking yeah. all the beer possibilities in and I guess you could like, I guess that's just how we kind of define it. Yeah. Everyone can yeah. sort of define it how they want or not call it a beer adventure at all and just call it a night out. Like you could call it a <laughs> night out. But I tend to think like a beer adventure for me is more than just a night out because yeah. night out, I might 
probably go to the same even brewery wise I might still go to like the same places that I'd normally go to places that are relatively local to me that I've you know been there multiple times or I you know drink there regularly so for me that's not quite a beer adventure a beer adventure for me is kind of going out of my way to go someplace where I really am spending quite a lot of time going to places that maybe I've never been before experiencing breweries I've never been to in person before um so that's that's pretty exciting so starting point for you on where you kind of plan yours where for you where's your starting point um so I will work out where we're going and then um think about what breweries are potentially in that area and what tap rooms pubs bars are going to be in that area that I want to visit um then you've got to do a little bit of research I think we'll go into the ins and outs and top tips for how to do that shortly um it could be that way so you could do it that way where you're like i'm going to this place what beer things are available in that place you could then instead go i want to go to this brewery what else can i book in around that thing so it depends you've got to find your center point is it a town a city is it a brewery a tap room that you particularly want to go to and then kind of spiderweb the beer out from there yeah no that makes sense I think for me what I find 90% of the times how I end up on a on a beer adventure so to speak is it it spouts from someplace that I have to go um I very rarely or in the past have very rarely had sort of my beer adventures uh based because I've gone I want to go to this brewery I'm going to travel out to this brewery and then I'm going to see what's around. It typically tends to be here's some place that we have to go, or you know, my husband wants to go someplace, my friends want to go, so we want to go on holiday somewhere. Um, we have to go to a wedding, like anything like that. I mean, one of the places we'll talk about, you know, I went there because I had to go to a wedding that was local to it. Uh, but when I have to go someplace, I kind of I do the I don't know if you do this as well, but I do the preliminary look around where I'm like food. And drinks like that's what's important to me so I start on like the where's the good restaurants that are nearby to me and what type of craft beer offerings are there any breweries are there any tap rooms anything like that and I would say that's probably the majority of how I end up going on these type of adventures maybe tacking depending on how much is there maybe tacking on an extra day where I wouldn't normally do that um but yeah I think the exception to that really was kind of the beer mile um which we'll talk about shortly but yeah that that's mainly for me how it goes and and you know the next step for me in that is once I find the location and commit to it that's when I kind of start more seriously looking at where I actually want to go to I look at hotels where the hotels are in relation to things that's the top tip I think like work out what things you want to go to that you're going to have to walk to (laughs) and plan your accommodation accordingly I will so part of my top tip further down I'll get way more into like how I do that so I'm not going to mention it now (laughs) but yeah 100% like that's what I do is I work out you know like accommodation where I actually want to go what I want to do most versus what's good if I've got the time to do it Um, and I tend to kind of do that by looking at you know Google Facebook forums and maybe that's what defines a beer adventure as opposed to just a night out or just going somewhere like it's the plat it's more it's less spontaneous it. and more planned to make sure you can fit as much in as possible you know a good spot uh, you can have a good old spontaneous beer adventure but you, you inevitably I think whenever we've done anything spontaneous we've been like well let's go to this spot then you are like oh I could have done 
xyz mm. as well afterwards and you kind of kick yourself a little bit so i think the best is planning and being intentional about your accommodation yeah. and where you're going and, and what you're doing it's difficult for me because i'm not a person that i don't really plan you're a pl- I, I talk about it further down i'm not a person i plan um talk about it actually with three hills specifically i plan i started planning on a particular for a particular trip which gave me some of the good planning tactics that I have. But I'm not a person that, um, you know, from having conversations with me, Joe, we will have a conversation <laughs> and it will deviate off. And, and like Rick saw this when I was back home at Christmas with, with my family. My mom does the same thing. We deviate. We have like seven side conversations and then make our way back to the main conversation. I'm not a person that's like, here's a plan and I stick to this plan and I tick it off one, two, three, oh, yeah, four, no. five. Um, so you don't have to, like when we say sort of, it requires more planning. It's not so much you need to have a schedule and you wake up oh, yeah, at nine no. o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock you're off to this spot and then that you have one hour at this location before walking, 15 minutes to that location. Like that's kind of not what we mean. You can definitely do that if that's your particular style. But I feel like make no mistake, if you're a person like me that doesn't like to stick to the hard, rigid outline of your actual schedule as such, um, Planning still should go in, really, just because that's how you're going to make the most out of your time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't have to be super anal retentive, I don't think. Because I think we can talk about um, possible downfalls for not planning. As yeah, well. I've got I've got loads of those. So like, uh, so basically, the way we're going to do this is we we've got like sort of three locations that we picked, and we're going to sort of highlight one lesson we both learned from that, and give you a top tip based on uh, our downfall, so you don't repeat. <laughs> Yeah. the same mistakes we've made because I've made some like songs that are so easily avoidable that like I knew that I could have done something about it at the time but then I kicked myself after like why the why the fuck did I not <laughs> just do this better so hopefully you learn from us if you've never done something like this because there are people that probably haven't you know gotten to craft beer more seriously during lockdown maybe you know like myself wasn't really going around even just within the country before the lockdown to see some of these breweries and was more just sticking local. So maybe you haven't thought about things in this way before. So hopefully we can help somebody. Shall we start with beer mile? Let's. That's a fun one. <laughs> Let's adventure to the beer mile. <laughs> uh, right. So do you want to introduce the one we picked for this? Yeah. So uh, we picked this up when we were on the beer mile from Anspach and Hob Day. Um, I think I've got to say that Anspach and Hob Day and Three Hills are like my two favourite places on the beer mile. Yeah. yeah. Just, they've got such Agreed. a good... Quality and good range. Beer, <laughs> good range. And just the spaces are just really comfortable. And I think with Anspach and Hob Day, we ended up spending a lot more time there than we thought we were going to within our plan. Ha-ha. Um, but just because it was so like we we just got ourselves into a, a really nice groove and there was lots to try and that is something that can happen and that's totally fine. I talk about that as being one of my issues later on in yeah. the list, a hundred percent. But I think there's also like we had because we were recording, yeah. we were having more of a conversation. But I definitely agree. I think that if their beer selection wasn't as strong. Um, was more limited maybe wasn't as high quality or just if it was meh we probably would have been like oh should we move on to the next place and finish recording like we would have been there was numerous like like there were numerous points that we've said okay bathroom break drink break 
whatever where we could have easily said like let's pick up and move yeah let's pack but up and move actually the space was so good and it was just such a good experience and the staff were so lovely the service was so good <laughs> so good so lovely to chat to as well yeah it's really good yeah that we just didn't feel the need to move on um let's crack this let's crack this open i want to point out as well i'm using i've showed you i don't think obviously this is our first time recording post christmas break we did take a break for christmas haha like yes those are pre-recorded episodes i've dated that but um i got this for christmas oh you did yeah you I got, you got a, my um... sisters chipped in and they got me a nice a woman's brew so i bought it and that's the glass i'm using yeah. that. oh that's amazing got our logo on it and like the logo you made and everything look at that where's mine um oh. i got a woman's brew christmas present as well I like yours. Yours is good. Um, my husband tried to get Tori and I matching bottle openers that said "A Woman's Brew" the podcast, but the people that made them made one that said "A Woman's Brew" and one that said "A Podcast." So I now I've got a love set. that. Can I can I have the half that says the podcast? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can totally and have that. And then, together. and then we just have to like hold them up together and be like. Podcast. I I I want it for the lols because I really want people to come around and be like, oh, you know, do you have a bottle opener? I'll be like, yeah, 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 and they'll yeah. be like, why is it just say the podcast, the podcast on it? I'll be like, if you know, you know. Yeah, unfortunate. Amazing. Um, That's totally this smells really nice. It smells gorgeous. <laughs> so much pineapple. Super full of pineapple. Yeah, it's mine's lovely and clear. Is yours lovely and clear? It is hundred percent lovely and clear, and I can see little bubbles, yeah. small little yeah. bubbles, just slowly rise into the top. There was no real head on it, but I don't know if that's also because how I poured it because I was being careful because I've used quite a small glass. and No, mine mine didn't have a lot. I think it's really nice. Yeah, I like it. It's refreshing. You can taste a bit of that wheat in there because a goes yeah. generally has a wheat base to it. Um, there's that nice little bit of saltiness on the end. Yeah, and that's I like... That's refreshing. There's, like, there's definite acidity, but it's quite low. And I'm just reading Hot. the back of this now. Romas are freshly sliced fleshy pineapple are achieved not only by the addition of 100 kilos of pineapple juice but also by the use of the intensely fruity brew one hop coriander seeds add gently aromatic notes to sweet spice a delicate acidity there you go a delicate acidity keeps the beer bright and fresh while a touch of salt and the finish adds balance and drinkability a humble reimagining of a classic german style yeah i would agree i think Ah. oh yeah it smells like caramelized pineapples mm. yeah i think all in all i, I, like I was i was worried i was worried like oh how is it gonna age i mean it's a goes like you expect it there's a potential that probably could age fine but then i was thinking like oh well massively balls this up but actually tastes good i sign off on that i just think i'm i'm in a bit of a mindset now that Anne's fashion hub day just make good beers. beers i mean like i think we just know that they make excellent yeah, beers and what i really like about them is sometimes they don't it's not like they do something that's wacky like obviously they i'm sure they've probably done some stuff but i mean like their core range like what you mainly get when you go to the tap room it's not anything like wild outrageous adjuncts in your face crazy crazy like freak shake this and smoothie that like the bitter was yeah the ordinary bitter is so good so good in fact that i bought some more i know i wish i did because it was really really nice Um, um and i'm I don't know if you've seen, but I've, I'm really enjoying that currently they are crowdfund. 
Do you think maybe the crowdfunding's closed now? I think the crowdfunding closed. Yeah, I didn't get a chance I to. Love, I love that they're working on their London Black um, as a on Nitro as like a, an alternative to Guinness in pubs. I think like that's that. a really good shout because it is an excellent beer. Yeah, I definitely. It's one that I feel like I go like every time I go to the beer mile. Oh, yeah. It's definitely a place that I stop by. Um, so our experiences sort of. How many times have you gone to the... I know I've gone to the beer mile um, two, three times now. Sometimes I mean, Some of it's been unintentional. I've unintentionally gone to the beer mile probably once, not realising. And I've gone intentionally twice now. How about you? Um, three times. Twice through. Just then, kidding. Yeah, once when we just four, went to three hills. Four times. I've gone four <laughs> times then if we're counting that. Because yeah. um, I forgot about that. I almost yeah. forgot about that. When we went to the Japanese Swiss roll yes. and uh, beer pairing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I've gone four times, one just to three hills. Yeah. <laughs> just to the outpost. And the two times that I've been, it has been uh, we are hitting as many bars along the way as we can, depending on time. So, yeah. The first, so- one, first time I went, I did quite a few because it was I actually went on a guided tour of the beer mile, which if you're not sure how you want to do how you want to play that a guided tour might well be a really good shout because you'll have like that obviously has timing so you can't just be like oh I really like this place I'm going to stay here uh, because you will be moved on to wherever you're going to next but if you're not sure about it that's a good shout to get you started to see what's available along there um you often get to chat to brewers and sit because a lot of the places have got little brewing setups on the mile as well as the tap room so you can chat to brewers and see what's see behind the scenes and stuff like that um and then you can kind of once that bit's done you can kind of circle back and do either ones you've missed or ones that you really enjoyed again so i think that's how many places a, did a you top tip so how many places did you actually so on your guided tour of it how many places did you actually get to stop by so we only looking back now we only stopped at four um but we did start in the pub that's opposite Anne Sebastian Hop Day, whose name I can't remember. But we started in there. We met in there. Um, it was a particularly rainy day, as I remember. <laughs> but that oh. was fine. It was fine because we just went in and drank beer and it was fine. Um, we then went to Southwark Brewing Co. I kind of, I think of that end as like the beginning and then you kind of trail. It's weird, off. isn't it? It's weird, yeah. isn't it? Because it's like, oh, the beer mile. And then and everyone's like oh what is the beer mile it's like okay yeah it's pretty self-explanatory but it's difficult just it's not because there's a bit of a break in the middle it's not like <laughs> you're, you're like walking. here's yeah. i think when people think about it they tend to think it's like a straight shot yeah. like one road that has not. everything on it and it's not like that like no. just thinking about our walk to the outpost right <laughs> so so we started at southwark brewing co we then went into Anspach and hop day which is on that same road um you go a little bit further along and then we didn't stop, but we passed more brewing, cloud water, brew by numbers. Um, you go a little bit further out, we passed by the Colonel. Um, then you kind of go along a high street and across a road and you feel like you've left everything else behind. And then you get into the next set of railway arches because a lot of these are in railway yeah. arches. Um, Which I love. Yeah. And now that section has three hills. When I went originally, three hills wasn't there yet. Um, and we stopped at Affinity and then we finished in Partizan. Um, so, yeah, yeah, it was a really good, really good one. We got to see the brewing sections and talk to a brewer at Southwark Brewing Co. We got to see the brewing section at uh, Partizan and we stopped for a beer at 
and Spatch and Hop Day and Affinity. So it, it was a good day. It was sunny by the end of it as well. Oh, that's always good. Because yeah. like, I think that's the thing is like, it's rain is perfect to stay inside and drink. But when yeah. you're walking, when you're doing right. like a let's go from one plate, like if you're doing a bar crawl, rain, not ideal because yeah. you're just constantly like, the time you get dry, you're Sucky. like, cool, we're going back out and getting <laughs> yeah. like wet. Again. Which I guess partially, if you're drinking enough, doesn't really matter, does it? No. In the end, you've got your beer jacket on and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. The beer jacket is probably the best part yeah. when it's not ideal weather out. So, um, yeah, no. So how so how long was that in total, did you say? Um, it was all day. I think we started about lunchtime and finished around about five, five or six. That's not bad, though, because yeah. so good, a good few, like a good at least half yeah. day experience. And it sounds like you're not rushed to drink no, things at each no. of these spots which is really nice because I think that's part of the problem is when you're trying to do it yourself and you aim to do too much you can end up rushing yourself and be like oh cool like I I guess the reverse of what we said before is not planning enough and not allowing enough time means you don't yeah. get to enough places however trying to be too strict I think can sometimes almost yeah. you could go I want to make sure I try sort of everything and here's a top tip that I actually didn't think of that because it's not something I really struggled with myself and you'll probably agree um get like flights if you can when possible or yeah. smaller like thirds or whatever you can that's smaller because you can get more in you can order a whole bunch of them at once and get more of them in and sit on that and then go oh, okay I've tried all the major ones I want and I think there's also a, you need to accept that maybe you're not going to drink through an entire menu depending on how fast a menu is um without sacrificing a good chunk of the day so it sounds like you weren't rushed which is good no um I think we had time for two drinks at Southwark and I think we have one each maybe two at at Partisan so kind of two at either end and one in the middle of the two places I think no that's really good did did the tour like come with drinks like did you get a certain amount of drinks or was that all included where those drinks were included in so at those places you got a drink included um, and if you wanted extra, I'm assuming. Yeah, if you wanted extra, you could buy extra. Yeah. What size servings did they give you? Um, full I think they were, no, I think they were halves. It wasn't pints. It wasn't no. Because I was going to say that would be a struggle. Yeah. Doing like pints, like numerous pints, which is fine. Like you could do it when you're staying at one place and you're not moving, but the idea of moving around, then having to neck a pint and then be like, I tried necking thirds when I was like, back in the US the equivalent of thirds when I was back in the US and I was like I've got 20 minutes to drink three of uh, four of these and I interesting (laughs) beers like you don't want to be necking them like I think I think this is the thing about craft beer and the people that enjoy it like we're drinking it for the flavors and the taste yes so you're not like you're not just whacking it back you want to enjoy it and experience it so you know I I personally am not about that chug life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I am not either mainly because I'm like I just don't I'm, I'm impressed by people that can do that chug life um but I just, also oh, I just don't see I'm like and now it. it's gone <laughs> I'm I, like, I loved, it. This and now, I I loved it. it and now it's gone yeah I don't mind when it's something that you can like easily right. get again but when it's like I don't know a, a really like and if you want to chug a light like, lager exclusive like you stout do you. and you're just like I only have one of those right, <laughs> just went to right. That. exactly but yeah no def- definitely definitely agree on that front um so I've gone I said I've gone twice and the first time was definitely obviously second time when I say I've gone twice intentionally twice yeah um obviously the second time was with you and that one I think we kind of were a bit more lo- like we knew we wanted to we had one spot we definitely wanted to record in um 
we had to be a bit more careful because we had to make sure that we had a spot that we could record in. That yeah, wasn't it was gonna more. Be it was more focused on the recording and that working than it was places that we definitely like we really wanted to visit and spend time in. Um, there was it was a, very there was a much the goal: the recording <laughs> yeah. first, and then we a hundred percent wanted to go over to Three Hills because they had just opened, and we were yeah. like, we want to get to Three Hills, so it's going to go. Amspatch, walk all the way over to Three Hills, and then anything we hit on the way back to go back to the trains, like absolutely brilliant. And yeah. we managed to get quite a few places the first time I went. It's definitely more intentional. I tried to do like research on some good places that were to go. The problem I found was, um, and this is a trap, I will highlight there's not so much the top tip, but a trap not to get stuck in is you can find really outdated guides. Yeah. Um, and that's the struggle, is it's because I said everyone tends to think when you think a beer mile you think like oh a straight mile long road and it's all there it's not all there it's sort of what like you said it starts here and even if it's on one road the road can be quite like windy at points so it doesn't maybe feel like the same road and um and I have a feeling that I've that when I went affinity was there and I think three hills is in the it's not I definitely don't think it's there there now I think three hills is in that arch so yeah I don't it, think that it does change people move around um they they go, restaurants they, yeah they highlight quite, restaurants that are yeah. on it but actually the restaurants that they've aren't highlighted that are really good aren't really there um, anymore I mean they are small spaces so if a brewery outgrows it and they need a bigger space then they're going to move they're going to move on as as the need may be so you know you've got to look for kind of up-to-date information definitely which which is really like I said the the main guides that were coming up for me at the time when I was looking into this they were all out of date so I kind of had to double research where I had to look at this guide then I had to go and I had to verify that that was still open and still there and look at opening hours and it just became a bit more involved than I expected so I guess that's one thing that I definitely sort of didn't anticipate going into it as I thought it would just be easy peasy and I don't even think I made it through I maybe made it through like half of the beer mile maybe and but that was like probably half lengthwise but I still wasn't going into every single place because it was a this one's too full there's no space here let's go to the next one and then we never went back to that spot because it was just we had moved on by that point it was too difficult so that's another thing is like if you're going to go in summer, top tip specifically for the beer mile and probably other places, if you're going to go in summer, expect crowds, expect that you're going to be waiting quite a while. Take yeah. that into account. If there's somewhere you want to go first, try making bookings wherever possible to the places you 100% want to go to. Um, just because in the summer, it is absolutely ramoed. Um, and I would highly recommend starting as early as you as early as you can and as your body will physically let you start drinking and as early as they open because some of them might not open as early as others obviously uh, just to fit in as much as you can yeah because they they get so busy I think as well like if you you're like I really need to go to this place do that early um and if you're if you're wandering around if somewhere's busy move on to somewhere else like don't necessarily like be like oh yeah we'll wait like because you can wait to be able to get into a place for like 45 minutes like, there was ones on. we did where it was like it was next yeah. door like one of them one of the places um that we went to where it was like I can't remember if it was like brew by numbers or one of those places didn't have availability initially so yeah, we I think it was brew by numbers or it was either brew by numbers or cloud yeah, they were one really of those busy. two one of them like didn't have the availability initially so we went to the other one and we had a few drinks there and we waited for the other one to quiet yeah. down and then we went back to it so if you can find if there's one that doesn't let you in because there's not enough space uh like try the place next door and then just know 
actually it looks quite quiet there now let's go and go to that place before and i think um bearing in mind closing times because not all of them will close at the same time find the ones um, that close the latest yeah, so, so find you the know ones, which ones yeah. they are so if it close if it's somewhere you want to go to see when it closes if it closes earlier make sure you go to it earlier um and if there are ones that close slightly later you can leave them till later in your journey i think for me the the downfall that i had uh for that one was um i didn't i <laughs> i didn't really appreciate just how much was there because the, because things were out of date and because yep. I just hadn't because I was looking for like brewery specific as well I wasn't just looking at really good like craft beer bars and stuff like that as well I didn't realize how much of an amazing food offering was around that area because I just didn't think to look into all that I just thought I'll just wing it it'll be fine um and I ended up missing out on some stuff that I realized after the fact yep. I'd missed out on exactly as we kind of said so as I mentioned at the beginning the whole reason I started doing my planning was when I went to Japan, I'm not a planner, but when I went to Japan, I realized there were so many things that both my husband and I wanted to do. We had things that were like hundred percent want to do this. Don't want to miss out on it. And other things that were just like, would really love to go here. Or I've heard about this place. I've heard about this food place, whatever. So what I actually started to do, which is my top tip, really what I had planned to say as my top tip for this <laughs> was to utilize stuff like Google Maps, um, get the lay of the land, like properly look at what the lay of the land is, decide what it is that you definitely want to do and what's just a nice to have. Um, you can be as detailed or non-detailed as you want, really. And then I personally create like a Google Maps uh, you can make a list on Google Maps and you yeah. can add all the places that you want to go on this. So call it like beer mile put all the places you want to go in it and I think you can actually do it by subcategories as well um, either that you just make separate lists like definitely want to go would be good to go and you can plot it all out on a list and then when you open up google maps you can just see how close and how far away everything is um, for me that's invaluable especially because in the moment when you are trying to wing it you actually I found for me anyways I actually lost more time being like oh I'm hungry where can we get food ah uh, and then pull your phone up. Okay, Google good food near me. Okay, what do people feel like eating? I don't know. Um, when you have that all to hand on Google Maps, you can kind of pull it up and then scroll through without having to do too much thought and go, oh, actually, that sounds nice. So you can still wing it by deciding on the day, but then you have everything at your fingertips instead of having to do a Google on the spot. And then, I don't know, say some website's not working that day or whatever else. Like It's just a massive pain. So that's my super top tip on on what I do when I plan plan something as elaborate as a beer mile or a whole tour in a whole city versus yeah. going for a few specific spots. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely lists are your friend. Mm. <laughs> like I'm I said, you don't have to hard and out, fast follow it, but I'm working out how far it is to walk places because yeah. Or well, like, we thought we would just nip over to the and, outpost. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> Which is fine. It was like it's a quick walk. walk, but it, when I say quick walk, like mm. relatively, it wasn't bad. Like it's, we're not talking like yeah, we were no, walking for terrible. hours. No, but, but we were like, but it's not Oof. right next door to Bruba Numbers. <laughs> no, it's like you have a whole bunch that are close together. Like, yeah, let's go to three. Like let's go to the outpost. We have to go there, and then we were like, oh, 
is a bit further than we realized as we were walking we were like where is this place we're not even halfway there yet I mean also we had had a few drinks so it probably yeah. felt like we had been walking forever well, yeah and, and we managed line, to watch someone crash into a fence it was great did, yeah that someone on a scooter on a electric, electric scooter, scooter. Uh, crashed that into a cool. fence and that was funny um, <laughs> Uh, they were fine we were they were okay someone yeah. that was very hurt they were um, okay they i think they'd also had a couple of pints because they, they just came absolutely out did because it was at the pub and there was like a fence across the road and we looked over and we went ah and i think only me and joe saw it and then yeah. we started laughing because he was okay but yeah he just shook it off and carried on he was fine um, but yeah i think as well you got you got put that into the equation as well like after you've had a few drinks think about then having to walk a while to somewhere else Get your pee in first before you right. walk anywhere. Get your pee in first. And That's a big thing for me and Gordon. Like, I'm fine. Once he starts drinking, it's, he needs regular stops. So That's I, like I, me and Rick. Yeah. <laughs> I could go, like, the yeah, whole I'm day fine. and be like, like, I don't need to eat. It's fine. No, you're a camel. You're <laughs> terrible. You're just bad. <laughs> um, but, you yeah, know, Gordon, like, husband needs to wee. So you've got, like, you've got to bear that in mind. And the length of walking from one place to another once you've had a few and where where is your next toilet break? <laughs> and I think like if it's you're important. going if you're going to these places where you can bring your own drinks in, like I and it's say it's the summer for example, um, bring a water bottle. Yeah, like definitely take what you need to hydrate. That was one of the top tips I had for the end. If we didn't cover it, but it's relevant now. Yeah, definitely hydrate, especially if you're walking from one place to another. That's the perfect time to hydrate because you don't yeah. have anything else in your hand. Um, and beyond hydrating, line your stomach either before you go or I'm I'm a grazer so I am the first time when when we did the beer mile intentionally together we went to the food market right before there were so many good food offerings so get some snacks before you start and then a lot of these places have food trucks or have like bar food but a bit more substantial bar food like they'll have a chicken sandwich like I know London Beer Factory when I went I didn't necessarily love all of the beers that I had um, I had some good ones and I had some really like not great ones but their chicken their buttermilk chicken sandwich yeah was fucking beautiful I was like <laughs> chef's kiss maybe it was because I was like already a few pints in by that point I mean possible but it's possible but also but I was like this is amazing this is an amazing chicken sandwich <laughs> I could have done with some loaded chips maybe but I was like oh this is beautiful. So it's keep hydrated and do it because ultimately if you don't keep hydrated and keep snack, either eat substantially first or snack throughout, you're not going to make it no, that far on the beer mile. You're going to peak like so quick and you're going to be either the drunkest person there. Yep. And every, you might not even get into some places because they might not let you in if you're too drunk. Uh, but alternatively, you're going to miss out on some of the better places because you're going to be like, I'm too, I'm just done. Yeah. I can't have some of them later places might have the highest ABV ones and you'll be like, I can't do it. Sorry. Or you won't remember it. That's even right. worse. Knowing you've That's paid terrible. for it, you've paid London yeah. prices and you don't even remember it. That's sad times. That's sad times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess sort of while we, while we finish up our drinks, um, just one good thing to sort of, you kind of mentioned it on yours, different ways that we're aware of that you can beer adventure so obviously with beer mile i took the diy approach you took the guided tour approach so there are different ways that you can go about planning it so i know i don't know the tour you did i don't know if you want to name it at all but i've seen you know they have craft craft beer tour manchester bristol brewery tours if you google 
you know, city craft beer tours or just any sort of basic Google around the subject, you can find companies that will do in the big cities that have a big craft beer scene. You could probably find guided tours, not just for a single brewery, but for the whole city. Yeah, there's um, UK brewery tours. And I think the one that I went on was with Desdemore. So you can look him up and he does different tours around different things around London. You could probably find like um, Airbnb experiences probably because those tend to be more like niche tours in the sense of um, stuff that you don't like tours of fashion districts and drinking districts and stuff like that. So food tours. So you could probably find some of that on Airbnb experiences as well. But those were just the ones that we sort of noticed. I think the merit in that really is you don't have to do the thinking um, you get to be familiar you somebody that's familiar with the area is taking you around you don't have to worry about google maps and your way around you don't have to worry about figuring out which places you want to go to an expert is going to take you around yeah. and do that for you um the other one like i said is just plan it yourself either google um trying to think of all the ways you can do it google ask on forums look at posts on forums because the beer forums are sort of filled with that kind of stuff reddit i've i've found stuff on reddit uh oh there's different instagram pages that i know sort of specialize in highlighting so i've just noted down that after we spoke to neil neil mentioned one for liverpool i think it was the liverpool beer collective that he mentioned um not positive but that is definitely one that i found was the liverpool beer collective and they highlight all these different like breweries and bars so you could use that as like a as a reference for you to plan your own or you could reach out to them and say like i'm looking at doing this i've never gone here before what what do you recommend most the other one that i've um i had this last year i've got it again this year it's really good value for money i think it's really great at sort of helping prompt you as to places that you want to go it's the beer passport london we actually used it last year and we did the beer mile when we went to Anspach. There was a few others yep. that I think were in there that we either went to or went by that by that point we had had a few drinks and I totally forgot to be like, I've got this. I think even Don't when we forget were at- that you've got discount codes, people. This <laughs> when is we were another at top Anspach, tip. I forgot it. I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I've got this. Um, but it's pretty good because it's, you know, just to highlight some of what's in there, it's, you know, buy one get one free uh so spot and brewery so that's one that is next to the outpost mm-hmm. if i remember correctly yeah because we did go there uh they've got a special offer buy one get one free 10 percent off the remainder of the year uh outside of that which is quite good so if you go back to it that's really good so i think they all have that special one off but then a bunch of them will also add an addition 10 percent off for the rest of the year which is good uh if you use so they were really kind because i reached out just to ask a few questions about some stuff um and they just basically said we can give you a discount code to give people that listen to it so if you're interested and you want 30 percent off of it it's going i think until june uh the discount code is awb3030 so a women's brew awb30 is the 30 percent discount code literally we don't get anything for that that's just to help you guys out if you want to yeah if you want to check it out it's just because i've <laughs> spoken to them and they were very very kind to say like yeah we can give you a discount code if you want to share it with people and they want to check it out but yeah i mean there's solvay in there i really want to it's a it's a good excuse to finally get in and see polly and go to solvay yeah we've got we've got a list there's 
pillars there's so much there's some good stuff and there's some stuff that I've never even heard of that I'm like well that's a good excuse to go out and check that out um so I think Joe and I are going to go out and we're going to try to do at least some of these spoiler alert yes. so that's the other one that I can definitely recommend having used it last year good on me so do you want to take us to the next place that we've both gone to so our next destination is Nottingham um to commemorate our time there we have got a beer from Liquid Light uh, and we have here we are now, which is a New England IPA. The colour is perfect because obviously it is based on Nirvana. I mean, yeah, I was going to just leave it yeah. open to see if people could figure it out for themselves, <laughs> but I feel like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it is a Citra and Equinox BBC hopped New England IPA. So let's see what this is like. I'm gutted though, because like, so this is supposed to represent our time in Nottingham. We both went yeah. independently not together um i never even made it to liquid light no you didn't <laughs> you want we to tell to people the Grace, pitfall but... that yeah happened with why you didn't get to liquid light so i'll share my experience yes. and then i'll share my pitfall then you can share your experience and your pitfall um i went because i had a wedding that was about an hour drive away and we thought okay where can we go that's nearby always wanted to go to sherwood forest just because robin hood and i was like That'd be cool. Uh, what's near there? Nottingham. Let's go. Let's go to Nottingham. That'd be good. And I knew that there were some really good beer destinations there. So that's good. Cool beans. We had a friend that was, I think I've told the story. I might have told the story before on the podcast, but I don't know if I just told it to you or not. But basically, off, a friend that was also at the wedding that was a groomsman with my husband lives just sort of outside the city centre. So he said he could come have drinks with us um he could he, he'd come into the city center we meet up we'd have some drinks and he'd come around with us and he said maybe he'd stay the whole night maybe he'd go he wasn't sure so he came in I did everything right in the sense of beer mile I said plan it out find all the things like see the lay of the land and at least know what it is you definitely want to go to and what's just like a nice to have I think I highlighted liquid light neon raptor um black iris as the 100% want to goes and then I had a bunch of other places like bars and stuff that were just like would be really cool to go but we'll see the pitfall was obviously black iris is a bit further out and liquid light was kind of further out as well from where we were going made it to neon raptor that was the first place on the list I have to go to neon raptor um we actually went there second because we we drove outside for a drink to meet him outside then drove back with him walked into neon raptor and then we went from there. Problem being, he is newer to craft beer. We decided to try to order a little bit between the three of us, a little bit of everything right. from the Neon Raptor menu. Some of those were their birthday beers that had come out. <laughs> they were quite big. <laughs> Which were big. So they weren't the they weren't ones that you as, a, as we just said, I don't do stout chugs. I don't do I don't live the chug life. So we were like and what happened as well was I didn't know him as well as like my husband did. So I was getting in conversations with him. We were having some really interesting conversations. And my pitfall is time management. I didn't look at the, I didn't properly pay attention to the closing times of the places that I really wanted to go to. I didn't really plan how long it would take to walk between places, especially when drinking. Um, you gave me a lot of really good suggestions. <laughs> I got a lot of really good suggestions from forums that had popped up forum post that popped up recently and really my own worst enemy was me really because we just got chatting 
and going let's just get one more drink and we, and we were sharing drinks so it was really difficult to kind of know how long we were taking because of that because yeah. we weren't all drinking at the same pace and then I didn't want to rush people and I was having such a good time that I wasn't paying attention to the timing which is okay but it just meant I didn't get to go to Lynch with Lai. Which is fine, which is fine. But if you I was only there for one night. Yeah, if you really want to go somewhere, you've got to make sure that you get it get it in first before you sail somewhere. So I've been to Nottingham twice. Um, the first time I went, I wanted to go there because I knew Neil Rapture was there. I was like, I definitely need to go to Neil Rapture. Um, I then used um, like Facebook groups to get um information about other places that we could go to so i got quite a list of craft beer bars because there's quite a few in nottingham that would be good to go to um i also went to uh yield jerusalem which is the oldest tavern in the uk i believe it's apparently haunted um i went to go in there yeah and we managed to get in because the guy we, the friend that we were with mm-hmm. was like it was on my list but i was like oh i don't know and he was like you yeah. have to actually go in he's like it's so cool yeah, it's, it's like basically in the side of like yes. not okay not the cave but like the, it's in the wall like in the, the sandstone hill. it's in the side of the hill that nottingham castle is built on yes yeah it's cool we managed to go in and he said to the bartender, because there was a few people sat at booths, he yeah. said, you guys still open? Can we get a drink? And they were like, we literally just did last orders uh, like, yes. I don't know, 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And he's like, can we just go in? And he was like, we literally, cl-. like they locked off the room. Oh, wow. That is the room that's like inside. Yeah. And that's where the haunted thing oh. is. So there's a haunted thing there. It's a whole big thing. I didn't see any ghosts when I was there. I didn't see any ghosts because I basically went in and they were like, you gotta go and I got yeah. chucked back out but I got, I got in and I was like I made it inside and then I went back yeah. outside again oh, okay. so no, I've, I've had a drink there um I had the they have a um I think it's the best bitter that is brewed for the pub so I have one of those um so that's another thing that you can look for when you are doing your beer adventures is there like something of historical beer significance that you should go and visit as well or a pub that has historical significance if you're into that sort of thing I'm into that sort of thing. I think it's fun, so can do that. Um, and another really great place I love in Nottingham is the Canal House. Um, there's just really like fun, interesting stuff in Nottingham. So the Canal House, great craft beer bar. Also, it's got a canal through it with canal boats on in like on the canal. <laughs> in the canal. also gutted because that was on my list. <laughs> that one's great. The Canal House is great. Um, we got out to Neon Raptor. Uh, that was the first time I went. Second time I went, um, I went specifically to go to Liquid Light because they had opened their tap room and I wanted to go to that. And you might also go to places because there are specific beer events happening. So I um, visited there not only because I wanted to go to um, Liquid Light, I had planned to go like Friday to Monday. And then because it was close to Nottingham Craft Beer Festival, there was a fringe event at uh, Liquid Light, which was Smash the Pintriarchy. If you're interested in what that was about, go back and listen to our episode with Grace from Liquid Light. Tells you all about it. Um, So we ended up going a day early so that we could do that. Um, We also managed to get tickets to Nottingham Craft Beer Festival. So while I was there, did a bunch of tap rooms, did a beer festival, um, um, and did all of the fun stuff however when you're having kind of consistent days like that um think about the pace that you're drinking <laughs> i did a few late nights and had to have a bit of a hair of the dog the next day 
Actually, that's kind of arguably like, on one hand, that's also like, can we bring day drinking back? Like, I, I feel mean, like, mate, we were we day, never drinking. day drinking. This is the really. thing. We were day drinking well into the evening. Um, I, I blame this on our friend Charlotte. Um, yeah, she's, this, you got Charlotte. She's, <laughs> she's an enabler. Be careful. Okay, top tip number one. Watch for that friend that's an enabler that's like, let's just have another one. Don't get Charlotte in, in the by morning. your friend. Right, then it's two o'clock in the morning and you're like, what did I do to myself? But I absolutely love her. She's like, she's absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. But don't get charlotted. My favourite is when she charlottes herself. When she charlottes herself, like, yeah. You got yeah. charlotted, son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch out for the charlotte. Watch, out, watch out for the, for the, for the one more drink. Just yeah. one more drink. Yeah. And then it's like, that's the same person. That's the equivalent of the same person. It's like, who wants to do Jaeger bombs? And you're like, no. So in, in craft beer, the equivalent is let's go and get that bottle of amazing holy goat out of the fridge and we'll have that. Oh, Charlotte did that to me. <laughs> See? Literally, I had a bottle of holy goat with her. She's a holy goat pusher. <laughs> Got Charlotte. No, I mean, no shade because holy goat make amazing beers, but... They make amazing beers. And yeah. I wasn't going to miss out on it. Like, she wasn't like, you drink this. But I was like, well, I'm not going to miss out on it. Right. Because that's ama- like that sounds yeah. amazing. And then you have yeah. it and you're like, why the fuck did I have no. that? Why didn't I just say no? Holy goat. Nerd brewing. Puhala. Me and Charlotte just knocking it out of the fridge. While our other halves were sat there going, look at these idiots. <laughs> they should have stopped you. Why did no one stop you guys and save you from yourselves? Yeah. They couldn't have stopped us. Come on. <laughs> The, the problem is, yeah, my husband would be like, oh, I'll just have that as well then. And then we're all just as bad as each other. It's pretty bad. But yeah, there that is a good top tip. That is a good top tip that we've never, yes. <laughs> that we didn't write down. <laughs> top tip, look out for the Charlotte in your group and yeah. don't get charlotted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think drinking, like daytime drinking when you've got a hangover to like stop yourself from a hangover. I think that that needs to happen more. I feel like we don't use hair of the dog enough drink responsibly everybody yeah but also if you don't day drink the next day but i want to talk about this beer quick this is really nice it's really lovely isn't it oh, what your toss i really like it yeah. a i like that it's nirvana themed like that is yep. loving that um as you said listen back to the episode with grace because just the whole how they do their art and stuff is amazing anyways yeah 6.5 it doesn't taste like a 6.5 percent um I'm definitely getting the grapefruit and the mango. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of mango. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's based on extra pale malt bill, the generous addition of oats, add huge multi-step whirlpool, addition of citron. You can, oh, I can never say that, so I'm not going to say that. Equinot, yeah, I can never say it, so that's why I don't like saying it. I can read it fine, but, you know. Um, dry hop, strata, and Idaho. Got a huge grapefruit and mango hit with a touch of dankness. I feel like that is pretty much spot on what i'm getting and it's like there's a lot of um the carbonation is on the higher end there's like yeah. a nice crispness to it but i actually think it works really well with these flavors yeah with the new england ipa i don't tend to get that much crispness for sure yeah. um normally and this isn't like the big juice bomb that i'm normally used to when you see new england ipa but it's it's really good yeah I like so it. i'm really digging it i think it'd be quite interesting to sort of chat about covid's impact on on our beer adventures uh, do we think there is going to be one that's that's the real question um definitely i mean i think i mean i've i've thought about potentially going to europe or whatever to do some beer beer stuff and i'm still quite cautious to do that just because 
the rules change very quickly um every day literally every day there's a new country that's not allowing people and then another one that is allowing people 100 percent fair like i have no issue with whatever the rules are it just changes so quickly that it's no point you've got to consider like you've got to consider that if you're out somewhere you don't know what what's going to happen when you come back you don't know what the situation is in that country when you get there what could happen while you're there um i think so i'm kind of not looking at doing anything abroad currently um that will be on the list for the future but it is you know still keeping tabs on things Uh, but there are plenty of places that you can go to in the uk um i think places are potentially closing um because the hospitality industry has been so hard hit with all of this you know you can't guarantee that a place that you want to go to is going to be there you know six months down the line because beyond the fact of even could have happened to it beyond the fact of even like you know hospitality is being hit hard besides besides uh breweries being hit like in in their brick and mortar locations and pubs being hit there i mean you're also getting silence in on instagram like people getting thrown in instagram jail for why we don't even know like dumb stuff like someone did a giveaway (laughs) and they didn't like the giveaway and therefore that's a account suspension and that's not really helping their sales their presence like any of that which is I mean that hurts the business if you can't be out there doing your marketing the way that you're used to and putting the product in somebody's face to remind them look I've got this beer coming out you should be really interested in this someone has to go out of their way to go to your website to find that it's just especially because Facebook obviously has Facebook Instagram like all yeah. of them across the board and this is a very good while we're here this is a very good point I'm gonna I'm gonna have this as top tip it's ne- not necessarily a beer adventures top tip I think this is a life top if tip. you want to hear about <laughs> breweries and things like that my top tip is sign up for their email list because you normally get early brewery, access right a brewery what well, any business owns their email list their social media accounts can be shut down at any time for any reason as we can see by North Bruco, Brew York. I was, I was literally trying to tag them the other day and I'm like, why Why can't I get them on anything? Well, it's because they've been put in Instagram jail. Um, Meta jail. You, you cannot control social media because it is owned by those companies. You can control your email list. So go sign up for the email list for any of your favourite breweries You're put, if you're not already on them because you get early access to their beers. Come and join our email list so you get the information about what we're doing as well because we are mostly based on social media. If something happens to our, our accounts, you're going to lose all of our fab information. So <laughs> all, all of our, our email amazing address, content. Our My email list content. is tagged in the show notes. Go and sign up for our email list so you get the information because every week I tell you what we've, what if you've missed what we're doing, it goes in your that email list every week. So I think yours, yours is 100% more. Like if my social media disappeared, it would be annoying for me but uh it's not like like I don't I don't gain anything from that it's my own sort of enjoyment for you it's a business page for you if your business page got taken away that would be beyond just a mild annoyance (laughs) yeah and it's I can't even imagine being a brewery who with how quick turnover is weekly releases happening places I can't even imagine being like yeah cool now all of a sudden i can't get that product in front of people as a society we have become reliant on social media marketing and that's how that's how people get their news especially in covid information 
yeah especially in covid because it's not like you're going out and seeing billboards and you're not going out and seeing you know aggressive market like you're not really getting um i think even when you when you take the train someplace if you commute in on a train you're seeing like metro or like free magazines that are local so even like uh, if a brewery is localized you could be putting it in the local paper or something like that but now that especially because of covid and people are at home you just don't get that same like you have to kind of rely on social media marketing in general and it's just yeah it's a shame that's happening so i think it's it's a pain on the brick and mortar stores because people aren't really because of covid people aren't necessarily going out or they haven't been going out and so it's put them behind on things so it's great people are going out now but especially in winter months when people don't want to leave the house i know the other morning it was so cold (laughs) I was like, I'd be happy to never leave my house again. <laughs> this is horrible. I hate this. So American. <laughs> Although Boston's quite cold. So. It's colder than here. Yeah, it's colder. I was going to say, Boston's actually When I was at home here. at Christmas, I was going home and looking up what the temperature was here. And it was, I think, probably like one of the warmest Christmases we've had on record yeah. or something. And I was like, this is bullshit. This is actually <laughs> bullshit. I was cold. I was like, a coat wasn't enough. I had my hat, my coat, like everything. And I was like, I don't want to leave the house. This is terrible. This is actually terrible. But thankfully, my parents have like automatic car starters and heat, like heated seats. Yeah. So I was like, I will only go if I'm sitting in a seat that is a heated seat. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I don't do that. So I can understand how businesses, especially at this time of year, yeah. holidays have just happened. People are broke. So yeah, I can see that being an impact as well. But I think the opposite of that is like for example when I came to visit you in Kent we went to was a uh, was it the Saddlers that yep Tillias have sort of taken over yep. amazing fashion. food I want to call that out because the service was amazing yeah the food as an American who really likes I mean I can't they've got quesadillas now <laughs> oh they've got quesadillas and just today they announced that they're doing um vegan chipotle mushroom as an option Ooh. to go in your Ta- uh, tacos and quesadillas. I like refried. I would like refried beans. I don't think they do refried beans. Don't think so. Not yet. I don't think they do. But I really like seeing that. But and I I speak when I say I speak as an American. I speak as like a northeastern American. I don't speak as like someone that's actually in the south or close to Mexico whatsoever. Right. So I'm not used to like Tex-Mex. I'm used to like just normal American Mexican. This was such good Mexican food, and then you're pairing it with these for starters amazing brutilia's beers yep and then you have amazing low-key beers on there and then a whole bunch of guest beers and it was just incredible like the experience was incredible it was deceptive in size because you go to the toilet and you'd look on the outside and you'd be like that outside is a lot bigger than i thought it was i expect it to be a little bit smaller but it kind of sort of like looped around i was like oh i thought it was going to be just a tiny little smoking area but it wasn't and it's set in a really easy to get to location. Yep, really easy by train. And I felt like that was a bit of normalcy because yes, it's where you're masking, but it's quite easy to sit down and just eat. And, and it felt a bit more normal. So I think hopefully COVID's impacts at the moment from my experiences, it's inconveniences rather than not being able to go out full stop at the moment. Who knows how it's going to develop in future? But yeah, I think the you're right. The negative side is how many places are going to get shut down, which is then just going to speed up us being like, we have to go here. We have to support this place. Yep. Let's hit up number three. Number three. I'll let you introduce number three as well. Okay. So number three, we are going to start talking about Sheffield. Um, I think Sheffield is like, well, 
Nottingham as well, and we've said this before, Nottingham and Sheffield, I think, are underrated so places to go to because their beer scenes are so good. So nobody talks like hear... nobody really talks about no, them. I think you hear you so you hear about London, you hear about Manchester, Leeds, you hear about Leeds, um, you hear about Edinburgh, maybe, but um, Nottingham and Sheffield are two of my favorite places to go, I think. Um, so much character just in yes. the places themselves, like especially yeah. like Nottingham, so much history, and Sheffield yeah. has so much good food. I Nottingham, I heard about a bit more. But I think it was I heard about it a bit more prior to me going there. Yeah. Because you had just gone, a few other people had just gone, Sheffield. I was like, we'll go up. This is when we brewed the beer with Heist. Yeah. We were like, we'll go up, have a few drinks at Heist, go around a few places. We knew Abbeydale was there. St. Mars was there. We were like, cool. I knew Shakespeare's was there, that pub. Um, other than that, we were like, yeah, that's, that's cool. We can make it around there. I severely underestimated. <laughs> yeah, I Lost Industry, and I didn't even I didn't even think about like Lost Industries there. I love Lost Industry. I love them. They do collaborations with Boutilliers all the time. Um, I met Helen at um, Generation Craft, and then we bumped into her while we were in Sheffield. Um, I love her dearly, and I love Lost Industry, and I want more of their beers, please. She was working. She so she was yeah. working working at bar stewart's at the time yeah. as well and so that's why i didn't like place her at the time until she was like i know you and then i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's when you see people in places yeah. you don't know that you're like oh yes i do know you she is so lovely she's so sweet but yeah, yeah it was just like i just think it was so severely hop hideout like i didn't even realize where hop hideout so was yeah so we stayed um pretty much central we stayed at the Premier Inn because that was like really good value for money. There was a car park like right there. Yeah. And then in terms of getting to all the places, it was fairly central. Like we said earlier, pick some location that's fairly central. And as well, I think as well, because we we are going to places, if you're going like on a train, this is not such a concern. If you are driving somewhere from like a long way away, you have to plan got for to find a good parking place. Um, and that can really alter where you're going to where you're going to stay. Because you got to work out those parking places. But also, the parking place we stayed because we were staying at Premier Inn. We got actually a really good discount yeah. on the parking. Yeah. Had we parked there and stayed somewhere else, it would have been. Yeah. No, I don't think it would have been the best. It's really. It was really expensive parking yeah. overnight. Yeah. However, we got like the um, what's it called when they va- validate? They, yeah, validate, they validate, validate your parking. parking so you and get so actually, <laughs> it yeah, was so that's really actually good. really good. You do need to consider that because a lot of the city centres don't have good parking or if they do it's very expensive like so if you're driving somewhere rather than like being able to take a train or whatever consider where you're going to park um and how much that is going to add on to your expenses for your trip yep completely completely agree with that Um, so just before we go into more depth of uh sheffield and things like that our next beer um is from the lovely heist who we have brewed with. Um, this is, I thought falling anvils would be a bigger problem. Same, guys. Same. same. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a passion fruit, orange, and guava sour. Ooh, it's exciting. I really How much like farts? How much farts are going to come out of it? It's guava. So it's like, am I going to get farts? 50 50. Oh. We don't know. 
Corey's guava farts and I'm... Don't say, like, my guava farts, because it's not like that. It's okay, we'll say guava we'll say again. smells like farts. <laughs> Corey thinks guava smells like farts and I think mosaic smells like broccoli. That's, that's yes. how we play. You're going to make everyone think I've got, like, weird farts or something like that. Farts. <laughs> I'm sure it tastes... I'm sure it tastes, like, really good. But it's just... I don't even know if it's at this point. Like, I just... I know orange. it's guava. I'm getting orange as well. I don't even know if it's at this point that I'm like, there's guava in it, so farts. And then my brain <laughs> automatically is like, yeah, definitely. But when you do a swirl and oh, sniff, God. you're getting more passion fruit. It's okay. I don't know. It's all farts it's, for me. No. <laughs> I'm going to try swirling. Hold on. It tastes good. Yeah. Okay. Like, I can. That's the thing. Is right. If you. The first pass is farts. The second pass is also <laughs> farts. The third pass probably still mostly farts but then by like the fourth pass especially with the swirl in it if you just tell yourself see past the farts smell deeper you can get all like you can get the full array and this is nothing to do with their but it's everything to do with me and my association of those top tips for overcoming just know to smell just just my top tip for overcoming guava fart smells (laughs) is just to know you have to smell through it just give it and just do the swirl and sniff and just smell through it because you'll you'll make it out the other side brilliant this is the short (laughs) excellent yeah please make that the (laughs) excellent i'm so pleased oh fucking hell oh so good it doesn't taste like farts so we're good no it's very refreshing. Yeah. It's no, nice and tart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I get more. It's only 3.6% as well, which is nice. I get more passion fruit yeah. in the taste. It's just, I, I don't, like, I don't pick up the orange myself as much, but I think it's because my brain blocks it all out because of the guava smell. Right. And then the taste, it's my taste buds are picking up the passion fruit more. Yeah. I get definitely get lots of passion fruit in the flavor. I'm also getting some of the wheat because uh, it's got wheat notes in it. Yeah um i get a little bit of the orange i feel like orange when you've got other oh. like interesting fruits in there orange kind of does, gets a bit of a backseat and it's kind no, of I agree. in there in the background because it, uh, like i think there's times that um i don't know if this makes sense so i'm just gonna think out loud uh when you have certain berries as well or if it's just something's described as just like a fruited whatever yeah and you take a sip of it and you're like oh i couldn't tell you which fruit it is but I could tell you it's my brain goes some type of red berry, right, which could be like berries. numerous things. It's yeah. Berries. One of my favorite okay. descriptors of beer, stone fruit. What does that mean? People? What does that mean? Yeah. But that, that's yeah. my, like, I go to that when I'm like, I can't nail specifically like, yeah, I can't nail down specifically which fruit it is, but I know it's in this family but I can't for the life of me say it's this over this. And I kind of feel like orange is one of those things where yeah. it can blend in so well that you're like, oh, I know that there's like some citrusy like elements to it, but it blends in so well that you're not like orange. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. 100%. Back to our experience in Sheffield. Uh, so we actually did this one together. Um, as we mentioned, we stayed at the Premier Inn, very central, very great. And I was just mentioning about Hop Hideout. Uh, we basically across the road. It's literally across like, the road. We got there and you were like, that. we were coming out for the first night. So we got there. I let, we both left after work, I think. Yes. Did you leave after work? Yes. Yeah, we left after work. So we didn't get up there until sort of later in the night. 
And we were like, what's still open? Oh, Shakespeare's is still open. Let's go and have some drinks. This is cool. And as we came out of the place, we were like, I think that's where Hop Hideout is. <laughs> and it's a place across the road called The Commune. Yep. I loved it. I loved everything about it. Hop Hideout and The Commune, because it was really cool. It was a multiple different restaurants, but you get sat at a table and you can order on the app from any of the restaurants and we'll take the food over to you. And I thought that was really great because you might be in the mood to eat something completely different or you might have different dietary requirements and you could just sit there and just get whatever you wanted. And then you could go up and go to Hop Hideout and get beer from them, like yep. craft beer. It yeah, was great. It was good. Yeah, that was that was Enjoyed really it. cool. Big shout out to Jules. Yeah, she we was working. Hot hideout. Was great. <laughs> <laughs> we love Jules. We got to say hi to her in person it was it was really really cool she gave us a cool little patch it was um it's going on my new drinking jacket i need something to put it on because i'm like this is super cool and i need to put it on something but yeah i think we did a majority well all of it we did walking because in the end we we would have had to take a cab to get to saint mars and we that was again one of the places we identified like have to go there really want to go there but we also only gave ourselves realistically two nights to drink because we were driving home the third day and it just didn't it just didn't work out because it was a cab right away by the time we were ready to go it was just too late yeah I think this is this is top tip for this one um don't underestimate how sprawling some of these places are and like you like they're not all in one central little bit like they could be and particularly I think Sheffield has lots of little pockets of places and remember that quite a lot of our smaller craft beer producers are out on industrial estates places so they're not necessarily the easiest to get to so you have got kind of plan if you want to get to those and do other things you've got to plan that in somehow which is why I actually think somebody could really capitalize on that aspect of it and do like a mini like the places london aside because london's quite difficult to drive in yeah smaller places that are still big major cities you could capitalize on that by doing a beer tour and getting a minibus yeah that runs every someone drives the bus every so often around and you can get on and off at each of these places because you're right they are all out on industrial estates yeah and it's just not user friendly because we don't promote drinking and driving drink responsibly get home responsibly call an uber check in with your friend all that uh but yeah that is that's the pitfall we were like we just can't yeah, go just that go. Far. Yeah. so we missed it and now i think they're shut until march i think they are until and we may we i think we can say we are going back to sheffield in march we're going we back to sheffield that. we can say we're going back to sheffield yeah is as much as we can say right now yeah but I don't know if they'll be open at that point. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It might be too early. Sad times. So yours was never underestimating how the city sprawling, how how it sprawls out like that. Mine is never underestimate a city's craft beer scene, full stop. Yeah. Because I think I underestimated Sheffield so much compared to, like, I was like, we'll pop in, pop out. We've got two nights. We can cover it all. I was so wrong. We did not. <laughs> there was not we enough time. We did not. And There's especially in terms time. of food. Like I said, in terms of like food, there were so many good food options and so many good beer options. I just felt like we did ourselves a disservice. Um, can I shout yeah. out to High Scoopy Chips, please? <laughs> that was Slap and Pickle. <laughs> love the name. Oh, good. First of all, yeah. love the name. 
so the second we walked up and I saw the neon that said slap and pickle, I was giggling. I was like, that's amazing. I love that. I want to order from there. <laughs> and then, yeah, the scoopy chips, innovation. Yes. I think we talked to Rachel about that on that episode. <laughs> Go back we and did. listen to our talk yeah. about the loaded chips. Cannot wait to have more of that. I want more scoopy chips. I do. Scoopy chips. I want more loaded chips. Full stop. I started making my own loaded chips after that because I was like, I have a craving and it was so good. Now I need to just make my own to try to do something. Yeah. But yeah, that was oh incredible. And then they should be doing their their donuts. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So we had coffee from Ritual, which was so Slap and Pickle. If I remember correctly, Slap and Pickle is its own sort of company that's operating in a like a stand inside yeah. of heist which i think we already spoke about it with rachel but that tap room the brewery and tap, I room, tap is, room i wish that it was closer to me yeah because i would be there all the time it so is it's five hours away from me they've I'd got skee-ball the now they have skee-ball now not you didn't know what skee-ball <laughs> was really at the time is. i know of skee-ball because of uh, jane silent bob but i didn't know what skee-ball was of everything I know about it because of Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> Amazing. God plays it when God comes down for their visit day. I've no words. That is. <laughs> Can watch the cover of this? It's one of my favorite films. <laughs> Honestly, so they've got the ski ball in now, I've seen recently. So, I mean, that's exciting in and of itself. But they are like two different rooms. Amazing. Go listen to that episode and hear about it because it is yes. so cool. But then they've got. Uh, besides slap and pickle they've got ritual donuts we had coffee from there but they weren't quite open for donuts yet Sometimes. i want to go back and have the donuts <laughs> yeah because i love donuts and these looked amazing so yes, I, I know am... you love donuts you made me walk ages to find the bloody dunkin donuts yeah and, and i will just preface that don't don't out me like that because the only reason that i, I walked that far to get the dunkin donuts was more because i was like they're shit donuts. I, I didn't go necessarily for the donuts. Right. I went because I was like, it's Dunkin' Donuts. I need the experience. And then it ended up being absolute a good shocking. Dunkin donuts. It was a terrible They Dunkin didn't donuts. even have all the flavours that no. Dunkin' Donuts have. It was normal. It was basic. It was yeah, worse it, than like a standard a UK small, coffee shop. It's a very small Dunkin' Donuts. Like I'm used to like going to a Dunkin' Donuts in America and being able to get like like Whatever breakfast, you want. a breakfast wrap or something i was like yeah i can get like you know chocolate chip cookie coffee right like yeah, stuff no. like that yeah no. they... regular coffee regular house coffee <laughs> and then they, there was the icing on right the i went to greg's on the way past it was fine <laughs> the icing on the cake was the fact that there was a sign on the door that said something like we we're up early yeah to we're serve you or something to serve you. and i think and it was like half nine and they were just yeah. opening and we were like you are yeah. not up early no, sir. i think so i think he was in there and i think he hadn't seen anyone and because he saw us heading for the door he came over and unlocked it was like up early because we know you st- like because yeah. we know you run on us or something and i was like this is no, not you early don't. no you don't this is, half nine. <laughs> this is half nine ten o'clock what are you doing sorry dunkin donuts in sheffield you weren't sorry dunkin donuts uk you, don't yeah. make this even a sheffield thing you didn't, this is you, like... you didn't meet our expectations i'm sorry <laughs> I will, I will not invest no um but yeah so I'm excited to have like actual real proper donuts so that will be cool to revisit that because I genuinely feel like and I don't think I'm just speaking for myself I think we both were like yeah we can hit it all we we could not, I did not. <laughs> we could not I don't think I don't think we planned that one as well as we could have either 
But we um, were there for a reason. Because so we, were that there, one was again, more, we were there for a specific reason, which was the brewing. And we took a um, lot longer there than I think we... Yeah. We stayed and we drank there a lot longer yeah. than um, maybe we thought we would have. Yeah, I don't... I think... And that's probably a, a tip for you as well. When you're planning things out, if you've got other things happening, like your timings may go askew. Double your time. things... Add an extra day. Happen. Yeah, add extra things in because, like stuff's you know stuff's gonna happen you end up doing something for longer than you think you know time's gonna run away with you give yourself plenty of time for all the things that you really want to do I think we thought it was gonna be we'll finish brewing we'll go back we'll have dinner we'll go to a few places and we'll make our way back to heist but instead we had such good conversations Um, we were learning so much we were having really really good conversations again which you can hear about on that episode that we ended up just staying yeah until dinner time and we were like well we have to go back and get ready and have dinner now <laughs> we need to and, eat some food and saint mars for example was closing so soon yeah. that we were like we can either skip dinner or have it late well, we already had it late but we yeah. were like we can have it even later get to saint mars and then get back but we were like by the time we get there in a cab we're gonna have like 20 minutes and it'll yeah. be turned around and it just didn't feel right of course that always just means that you have to revisit amazing places which is again, don't. I guess another top tip is don't feel. Be realistic. If it's someplace that's big, or you've underestimated, like we have with Sheffield, don't feel you can't revisit it. Yeah, yeah. Like plan on the fact that do all the things that you 100% want to tick off your list if you can, and know that there's so many good places that are worth going back for. Yeah, definitely. Stay tuned because we will go back to Sheffield and I'm sure we'll talk about going back to Sheffield. So you'll see that. I'm sure there's um, at least one podcast episode out of that. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> uh, really, before we go on to our very, very last bit, I want to bring up the very, very, very contentious debate. Oh. Who has the best craft beer scene in the UK? That's I mean, you could do it by city or even just by north and south. Let's pro and con it. Let's go north, south. And they're all pro and con it. I mean, the, the I pros of the I north. Can... So everyone's nice. Everyone is nice. That is true. Yeah, no, that is. <laughs> everyone that is, is true. so nice. Everyone's really nice in the north. We're not quite so nice down south. Here, we're so. nice down south, but not overtly nice. No, like we're not like not approach you to be nice. No, nice. Yeah, and we're not mean. We're just we're we're much more reserved, and we're, we're not nice if like you talk. If, you. if we get into a conversation, we'll be nice, but we're not go out of our way to yeah. make sure that you feel nice and welcome when we don't know you yeah and they do that up north yeah in sheffield yeah. they did that in, in Sheff- sheffield it was love yeah it was so <laughs> nice we had such a good time up there Everyone was like, like me like <laughs> yeah you're talking to me oh okay yeah that's fun um well i've said i mean i've said already i like nottingham i like sheffield so you're like team north aren't you really i guess i am i didn't think i was but i guess i am <sighs> the difficulty is like we could say Oh yeah, London's a re- like yeah. In theory, on paper, London is an amazing beer city, right? But it's like going to be how so- many times the size of other right. cities? I mean, I'm going to be controversial and say that every every different place has its has its merits. No, agree. And that's that's but you have that's to pick a side, by. Joe. Why? Why do I have to? Why can't I just drink all of the good beer? It's true. It's true. I'm just being obtuse. I know. I know. 
because in this world you have to pick a side i'm not going to i'm gonna go everywhere and enjoy all of it yeah it is it is very difficult because a lot of people will go like oh like london's the best or leeds is the best or edinburgh is the best um and like you said they all have like some really amazing places and then they have some places that are like really good but you know you maybe would go to the best place in sheffield over the good but good place in the other city but i think it's easy to say how london is so good because there's so much option but that it's also spaced out so much even looking at us going when we were looking at doing um beer mile and we're like we could go to like wild card we could go here looking at the distance and how long you'd have to travel between them yeah it just doesn't make it feasible to go like all of london in a day like that's just never going to happen so I think that's actually a negative for it is there's so much option that's true but you really have to dedicate so much time to hitting all those places yeah that's very true because there's so much you can do that you've just got too many options to pick from that's definitely like a take little chunks of it yeah and go in and do little chunks at a time but yeah no ultimately I do agree with you it's I don't think I could pick one place because (laughs) it's also good yeah (laughs) should we move on Let's move on. I mean, this is me ex- ex- exciting because uh, we haven't told each other what, what our beer is going to be. No, and I didn't even show you when I brought it. The no. room, so. Right, so mine is I smoked beer from Schlenkeller. Oh, shit. Right? Those I'm are the ones that we were out. talking about. That I was like, I want more of their beers. Yeah, this is the, this is the, the wheat version. I wanted um, them so bad. I know. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. Yeah, so this represents um, Bamberg, which is where um, the two breweries that it's believed are the only two breweries left in the world that still beach smoke their own malt operate, uh, one of which is Schlenkeller, who produce, you know, the smoked route beer. beer. Um, and this is this is the wheat one. And I would like to go there at some point. I think again, listen back to that episode because I think we yeah, both agreed. I think we like made an agreement that we'd go together because I was like, I want to go so bad. And you were like, yeah. me too. So we have to do it because uh, that is. Yeah. I want to visit Schlenkeller and I want to visit Beautiful um, Special. I want to go to wherever makes the trip traps. Is that Westmile that does that? That's Belgium. That's not Germany. No, no, no. I'm um, saying in yeah. general, yeah, like yeah. full stop. Was it Westmile that yeah. did the, the and trip? Do you know what? I found out, I was looking the other day, someone was talking about trip chats on their Instagram page and the um, beer cafe that sells them, which is opposite the gates of the Abbey, has its own Instagram account. So I'm following it now. Yes! <laughs> I am following so, it now. So um, the reason that I said that is because my choice, I've picked um, the Bitter Blonde from Solvay and Elusive, that oh. collab. So I managed to get that. Uh, and that for me represents Belgium because <laughs> I want to go there. I- I've been before, but with my parents and it was a very not beer related trip. So I would quite like to go there for something more beer specific. So there's so much days. you can do for beer. I mean, you can do Brussels, you can do, um, you could do Ghent, you can do Bruges. Oh, Ghent was lovely. Ghent was really I've not I, done I Ghent. I've done Brussels and Bruges. I've not done Ghent. I went to Ghent again. We went on a quick train ride. We went to Brussels and in that same trip, we went to uh, Ghent very quickly. They wanted to go into a cathedral. So Rick and I sat 
and we had uh, craft beer. Well, we had beer at the place right outside where the church was when my parents went in. We were like, we're good. We'll stay here. So we just, yeah, drank beer there. That was good. And then we went to yes. Bruges. But again, it wasn't really, I went to beer places, but I didn't go to like the beer, the beer places. places. Yeah. Because I didn't think, again, that comes back down to, I didn't think about it. I didn't plan for it. So it came down to the, where can we go? Oh, uh, I saw a sign for that place. Let's just go there. So we did a weekend in Belgium. <clears throat> we took the Eurostar and we did Brussels because you can get so you can get your your well you, you can to go to, to Brussels you can go to Brussels from... and then you get a local train ticket to Bruges yep. but so when you stop at Brussels you can get off and do Brussels before you go before you so go that's on what we to did Bruges. we yeah. trained to Brussels stayed yeah. in Brussels and then took day trips on the train to Bruges and Kent again uh, ah, so, so we stayed in Bruges but we stopped at Brussels did did Brussels got on the on the train onto Bruges um, I think I managed, so this was good planning. I think I managed to do four or five breweries. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do it. It was good. <laughs> we went to like a beer museum or something like that. Oh, yeah, I went to the beer museum. We but went do there. you know, so where the beer museum is in Bruges, if you keep going a little bit further along, there's a tiny little alleyway and it goes, um, I believe the bar is called Degas, and they serve beautiful chalices of beer. And they give you that cheese for free that, that um, yeah, uh, Polly was talking about. I found yeah. I found out about it after the fact, right? Because it's just, but it's it's quite hidden. I was Google Maps in it, and Gordon's like, I, I always end up taking him down little dark alleyways into big places, and he's like, <laughs> Where are you taking me? Like, it's all right. Google says it's just down here. Taking you to be murdered. Just, it's literally hidden. This little bar. That That's it. it. We we went. We went to the the beer museum, which isn't really like I don't. It's a beer museum, but it's not really a museum. It's just basically a, like a a bar, if I remember correctly. It's like a basement a, level bar. No, so there's so if you go up, there is an exhibition hall in the top. I don't think did I did. Did you any not of do that. the exhibition? <laughs> no, I think I went right. That's what the beer museum I... is. So you go in, they take you through like there's like little sensory chambers where you can smell different hops and different malts, and then there's a bit I about didn't beer. Do any world. of that. With- then there's a hall where, the, where there's all the information about beer, which I thought was really good because there was a bit about um, different beer cultures and they had an English section and they, they had a bottle of beer from a, one of my local breweries on it from I Old Dairy. Check. Can I just check that the place that I went to wasn't just called like the beer, like it wasn't something slightly different. I don't different. know. Mate. So I don't know if you, you went somewhere different. When you it's go in it, that big building. The bi- but is it in like a big square? Like you yeah. go to this big open square yeah. and then in the back corner is yeah. the beer museum. Yeah. <laughs> but so you go through any the, of that existed. So you go through the, you go up and you go through all the exhibition and then you come down and then there's a bar and you get tokens and you do so many beers. We just did the tokens and the beers. You missed all the good bit. <laughs> we didn't know it was there. Or maybe we did and we were like, let's just go drink. Again, this is about planning, people. Knowing what it is that you're going there <laughs> we were for. Just, we were just killing time because I think, again, my parents were going into a, a church or something. Yeah. We were like, let's just go find some, somewhere. It's like the town hall or something there as well. Yeah, and they were going yeah. in and doing something and we were like, just meet us here in... I don't know, an hour or two. So we're like, let's just go get some beers and we'll just do that. So yeah, that's funny because I don't think I don't remember I don't actively remember is what I'll caveat that with of walking through and being like, here's all these things. I remember just going down a bunch of steps and being like, here's your drink tokens and being like, cool. You went the wrong way. You're supposed to go up and round and then back in. No one told me into the bar, you wally. (laughs) 
So anyways, again, the, you have to go, go back. Go back to Bruges. Go back. Go, go back. It's lovely there as well. I, I do yeah. really want to go back to Belgium though and go to all these like amazing beer places. Like I, my dream is like road trip in Europe, full stop. Um, but doing it based around amazing places to drink beer just going around like Belgium would be amazing I think personally and I'd love to do that and to be honest I think it's realistic of something that I could do this year even I know it's difficult because of like Covid and travel restrictions but I don't think it's so difficult that it's unachievable yeah yeah I think so I think I think with those sort of trips you've just got to kind of keep an eye on on the restrictions and find your moment to go yeah and I think another top tip like a COVID specific top tip of travel is minimize like be realistic where you're going yeah don't cross cut like it's really easy so if people that are in the U.S. may not have the same struggle although you could probably go state to state so when I say country to country if you're in the U.S. envision this as state to state but in Europe it's probably so easy to cross from one country to another yeah just know that don't plan on doing that in a trip just try to focus on one country specific because then you minimize the paperwork the risk that it's going to be shut down like you just decrease that stress level infinitely by just planning one country yeah so that would be my top tip of covid beer adventures don't plan to go to more than one country at once because it's just too much that's a good tip yeah Mm. i really like this yeah it's a good this is really nice yeah it is really, really, really nice. I like this. I'm going to read the label because I feel like yep. this is a, a good one. In So apologies if I butcher this word because <laughs> I've never heard this word before. In silico is the term used for experiments done on computers. Video games are basically simulations themselves. And this is what ties together Elisa Brink and Soul Base Society, a collaboration between longtime friends. So I thought that was interesting because I'd never yeah. heard that word before. In silico. That is cool to know. Um, mine, mine is just smoky goodness i'm so jealous i'm trying not to focus so on how good, good yours is. and this is really good, so good. So good but i want to order the set of all those ones that you've got or just yeah. go visit it yeah we just need to go to bamberg and then it's like so then they serve it out of wooden casks i'm so ready for mm-hmm. european trips but speaking of places that we want to go to, so I know we've probably said some of this in the the goals for this year, but in this year or slightly beyond, like in the foreseeable future, let's start inside the UK. Where are some places that you've either heard were really good or that you want to go to yourself? Um, I feel like I need to do a pilgrimage to York and actually go to Trembling Madness instead of just yes. keep ordering off of their web store. They kind of were one of my main go-tos during proper lockdown because they, they've just got such good range and they have such good customer service. Their um, range is amazing because yeah. it's everything from like the latest, like new hotness yeah. to traditional stuff. Uh, tr- yeah. Traditional stuff. Yeah. European stuff. Yeah. Like I felt like in the wake of Brexit, they still got yeah. lots of European stuff in, yeah, which they still did really well. Really good. Yeah. So I want to go visit the actual Trembling Madness bar and go there. And of course there's Brew York in york shockingly <laughs> um there's plenty what? of places in york to go um i think i also i want to do liverpool at some point um that might need to be you and me because as i've said before Gordon it's on know. my list as well anyways yeah. because it's the i've been to liverpool a few times rick probably wouldn't want to go again for a third time but this that's another one like 
after speaking to Neil at Top Rope, that's another one that I feel is like Sheffield, very underestimated yeah. of how much is there. I definitely think so. so. I definitely think so. Um, for this year, I think, I don't know, maybe Scotland? I think we need to do a Scot- Scottish beer episode. Yeah, I think we should definitely do like yeah. episodes broken down of the different areas in general, mm. full stop. Because that's, you can't have a debate over who has the best scene and not try everything from every part right. of that scene. Just try all the beers. Yeah, I just want to drink all the beers. <laughs> Where would you like to go? So obviously I think Liverpool is like the front yeah. runner of the place that if nothing else, I really want to go there in terms of beer specific. Yeah. Um, Newcastle's another one that I would really, really like to do because they have, again, a surprising amount of stuff. And I feel like you could probably do like Newcastle, a Newcastle and Scotland trip combined if you took long yeah. enough off. Yeah. Because um, it is so far north that realistically you probably could do that um for Newcastle's kind of second on my list of places I would love to go to uh I've got Manchester because I've never despite being here for as long as I have I've never been to Manchester Manchester. no I've driven through it I've driven through it on numerous occasions never been and my nephew goes to uni or went to uni there and I never there's so much good stuff there. in Manchester. <laughs> no, loads of good stuff in Manchester. But I hear so Leeds is also on my list because Leeds again, very good. I drive through Leeds all the time <laughs> to go to see my father-in-law in Whitby. My friend lives in Leeds, and I've never managed to actually go out in Leeds. But I hear you can train between Manchester, Leeds, and York. So I've got York on my list as well. So I'd quite like to do an extended long weekend where I do Manchester, Leeds, and York. Mm. Um, and then other than that yeah I've got Scotland on mine and I'd like to do some type of like go camping and go like duration you can go camping nearby yes. and you can go to duration oh, like yonder to and little earth project I think both have camping we both yes. like camping so yeah. like we could go I I can't promise I can set all my stuff up on my own um, I can it's a joint it's effort <laughs> it's a I joint can. effort but we can go camping together and we can hit up some of these breweries that are like camping ones but I, I do want to try hit up places that I've like never gone to before that have some really good breweries because I'd like to have I think another top tip is sometimes don't let the breweries dictate where you go go like or don't don't let a location dictate the breweries yeah. like let a brewery dictate a location because maybe there's a brewery that's someplace that you've never been before yeah so for me it would be like Cornwall like I've never been to Cornwall before and I hear how amazing it is but it would be cool to sort of plan a trip that way and I yeah. probably could justify doing that being like I'm gonna visit xyz breweries and bars so yeah. quite like to visit more places I haven't gone so how about outside the UK for you? I mean, what's realistic because of COVID for you? What what places do you think you could go, even in slightly over a year? Probably Belgium and Germany, I would say. So this year, I think we're going to try to do some uh, quite a lot of long weekends. Yeah. So I've got on my list, and I'll just cross it off in whatever order besides Belgium. I've got Sweden, Germany, Denmark, Iceland, because I think Iceland oh. would just be really cool to go to, full yeah. stop. Um. Prague I'd really like to go to Prague oh. so I've been to I hear Prague, it's quite cheap but I feel like I, I went on a university trip like my first year of uni I went to Prague I feel like I need to go back now and think about it in beer terms I'd really like to go back to Prague can we can we oh. do like a girls weekend in Prague yeah let's. yeah let's do that um and then I did put like revisit the Netherlands because I've gone to Amsterdam 
but I was drinking Heineken. What, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. I was I mean, going to say. I'm not being funny. No shade, everybody. The Heineken experience is really interesting. And also the Heineken they have over there, for some reason, tastes like infinitely better. It's fresh Heineken. It's where they brew it. But to be fair, it's like I didn't seek it out. Like I wasn't like, right. I didn't go to the Heineken experience, but I did walk oh, by the Heineken. Heineken experience is fun. Yeah, it's good. I walked by on the way back from the Anne Frank house. And, yeah. I, wa- and I was like, ah, there's the, it might not have been there. It might have been something else I walked back and from. And I love and that, I that like, the ah, cafes. Heineken. <laughs> I love that the cafes all, um, all just serve toasties it, it was more <laughs> like reasons i love boats beer and boats you give me beer and you put me on a boat and i'm the happiest human being in the world so we did not only saying that boat, then okay, i'm gonna two. i'm gonna cut in there there then we should probably do a river a london beer river cruise that would i've wanted to do a london let's do river it cruise for so let's long. do it done I love boats, especially the the faster it goes, the happier I am. <laughs> so I'm like speed boats, yeah, but normal boats, fine. So we did two tours oh. in Amsterdam on the boats. The, by the second one, they asked us questions we could answer them, and they were like, <laughs> "How do you know the answers?" And I was like, "We did the tour earlier in the day," and my friend was like, "Don't tell them Don't that. Tell that. Just tell them. Let we them think keep. that we're really smart." And I was like. Eh, it's fine but i was drinking heineken because that's kind of what they served on there but i'd like to go back and kind of revisit some specific craft stuff and as i said my other dream is just do a full-on longer term it's like full-on road trip Mm. uh and then yeah japan again (laughs) like i'd love to go to I, i want we're gonna go back to japan eventually but i'd like to do more asia um and asian breweries just because you don't get a lot of them over here and Canada, like I've never. Oh, Canada's great for beer. Yeah, never, never really gone to many places in Canada. Ugh, I have like, like to do that from ship days, from my cruise ship days. Um, day- Want to go to Alaska because of you? Oh, Alaska's <laughs> so good. Alaska's like summer in Alaska. Amazing food, amazing beer. Duns. Um, Quebec. One day we just went into a store. We picked up bread and cheese and bits and pieces and we found this place that was selling like local craft beers and we just bought a beer each and we just went and had a little picnic out somewhere amazing that's amazing definitely Canada and then the last place I've kind of got that's like long again a more long-term like Japan and Canada are long-term goals kind of the same for this is I would like to see more parts of the U.S. because I'm very limited to sort of the east coast I've been to Florida once but other than that it's mainly New England area yeah um and that's strictly because every time I fly back I feel like I have this duty to see my family yeah and it makes it very hard to travel anywhere else so if I can convince even just my parents to go somewhere else for like a few days that would be cool or maybe I just need to factor in a little bit more time and travel somewhere else so if I visited the US I feel like it would have to be like a big trip because there's so many people that I know over there that would be like well why didn't you come and visit me (laughs) That, that's it the struggle is like right. if i were to tell my parents like yeah i'm gonna go to california like i like, feel so uh, guilty. why are you not coming to visit us i'd feel so guilty yeah. be like why don't i just go yeah. and see them and then it's like yeah but this amount of time isn't enough you need this amount of yeah, time and then that eats out of the other trip. time so i'd love to do a u.s road trip for me that would be amazing yeah. but i just think that i would really struggle with that because of the fact that i've got family over there so but that is for me i'd love to go at least to california and get very different 
beer experiences than what New England has. We're spoiled. We're spoiled for choice there, to be quite honest. So maybe that's it. Is we need to go, and then I can be like, oh, I'm going with Joe. So I, I can't blame. I can't me. go to Boston. Sorry. Sorry, Tori's mum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, any other tips that you go for we, before we wrap up? Any other tips you can think of that we didn't already say? Mine is definitely. Maybe actually look at the menus, like Google the places that you're going, actually look at what's on tap when you're going, Um, because there's a lot of places that will say it's a craft beer bar, and it's not a craft beer bar. Yeah, It's Beaverton, Camden, Goose Island, that kind of stuff, which is fine, but if you're seeing craft beer, you have an expectation, Um, but also that that can dictate how long you think you might stay there. Yeah. Uh, and also, if you're going further afield, make sure you've got enough room in your luggage to bring beer back. God, there's never <laughs> enough room. There's literally never enough room. I learned that lesson over Christmas. There's never enough room. I have, I have That's um, a good one. bottle bags that now just live in the car. Yeah, I've got one over there. I can see them. Um, yeah, maybe as well, like, like we said, plan your parking accordingly. Yep. And I would say, and this might sound, I don't know how this is going to come off, but I think... As a female, I can only give my experience. I know that if I'm traveling somewhere alone, like when I went up to Sheffield alone, I sort of did a quick Google Street view because I just wanted to make sure that I felt comfortable with where I was going to be parking my car and where I was going to be. Not that I'm saying Sheffield is at all a place that you should feel uncomfortable, but just anywhere I go. any city. I just make sure where am I staying? How does it look? I want to familiarize myself with the lay of the land. Yeah. So I don't get caught out when I actually get there and go, where am I going? It's overwhelming. I'm by myself. Do I feel comfortable? So that for me is quite a big one that I also mm. do when I'm traveling alone. That's an important one to think about. Shouldn't have to, but no. do. <laughs> no, but you do. Yeah. And anything else you can think of? I think that's it for me. Mm. Let's sign off and finish our beers then. Let's, um <laughs> If people want to talk to you about Japanese beer. Literally, I'll talk about it all day. Miyajima. Go to Miyajima and go to Miyajima Brewery. It is the best. And it's the best place. Where can they get hold of you? Uh, you'll regret it, but you can talk to me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Joe, if anyone's got any recommendations of their favorite beer spots, where can they get in touch with you? Um, so if you want to talk to me, I am a woman's brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, or you can come to my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning, uh, which is also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I generally hang out on Instagram. So head on over to Instagram for those two. Uh, we are also on TikTok and Pinterest. And we have an Etsy shop now um, where you can buy our beer review and beer tasting party printables. Come and give those a look um oh maybe i need to do a beercation planning kit oh yeah you right if you it. want a beercation planning beer adventure planning kit email <laughs> lovebeerlearning at gmail.com and tell me what you want to see because i will create that and put it in the etsy shop for you right now um we also have a website which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk which has a fabulous blog and we you can email us at lovebeerlearning at gmail.com also, if you would like to help us to continue to create this content, uh, content and keep it as free as possible, you can join our Patreon and support us for £2 a month. And that information will be in the show notes and it'll be on the screen right now. 
but other than that i think we need to go plan some beercations don't we yeah we've got some we've got some stuff to talk about yep it's gonna be good it's gonna be a good year <laughs> so keep listening to the podcast we've got lots of exciting things yep. we just can't talk about it right now yeah join our email list in case facebook puts us at facebook and instagram puts us in jail, put us in so jail. we can tell you we can tell you what we're doing join the email list free brie tell you what we're doing <laughs> uh, and on that note cheers, cheers.